This is a podcast by Sayasmag.com. Sayasmag, come out and play. Sayasmag, come out and play. Sayasmag, come out and play. Hello, 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 dear English thinking, hearing listener. Welcome back to me at Science Mag, written Science MUG, the blog, dash, Twitter and Instagram accounts, dash, podcast, dash, stuff and go e-shop on zazzle.com that tells you science stories, competes in the 2019 Combing Stylist for Bald People contest with serious possibilities to get at least to the semifinals against a new RL of Tuvalu specialized in doing the perm to invisible wigs for particularly unsettling ceramic dolls and that does all of this in English question mark a language that is to real English what Brexit and pizza with pineapples are too good ideas and which talks to you thanks to the voice kidnapped via a voodoo wireless trick from a very 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 dumb dude in this episode dear listener it is going to end the story about three scientists Mr. Sander Dr. F-U-C-H-S Prof. Milo aka the Milo's team who debunk the myth that in the human body bacteria outnumber human cells by 10 to 1 The Milo's team first find out the actual number of bugs living in on the body of a reference human being, a healthy adult 1.7 meter high, 17 kilograms heavy, 20 to 30 years old male, aka Mr. Ref or Mr. Reference. This number, dear listener, is 3.9 for 10 to the 14. The Milo's science guys then calculate the number of human cells that make Mr. Reference's body, and this number is, dear listener, 3, 4, 10 to the 14. Now, to just clarify, dear listener, again, dear, 10 to the 14 means a 1 followed by 14 zeros, which means your human body is made of 100,000 billion cells. In the Milky Way there are, NASA says, about 100 billion stars, meaning that the cells that make your body, dear human listener, are 1,000 times more than the all stars that make the whole galaxy. Okay, let's proceed with the episode. After calculating the just mentioned numbers, our fine researchers can thus show that the real bacteria versus human cells ratio in the human body is not 10 to 1 as I thought for ages, but indeed an almost perfect 1 to 1, which is right. You are so finely balanced that every time one of you, dear human beings, go number 2, well, human cells end up winning the ratio competition, since every number 2 initiative, let's call it like this, means losing one third of the members of the bacteria gang. So, to finish the story of the Milo's team, dear listener, and for this podcast to go back and train
winner for the 2019 Combin Stylist for Bald People Contest, which first prize is a tour of all the 49 major sites of the Dominion dot having a ball. Oh yeah, big time, yeah, yeah. To finish the story, only two questions must be answered. Those questions you, you smartest listener, probably asked yourself, your monster from the idea of reference, and implicitly me. And those two questions are one. Okay, okay, the bugs versus human cell ratio is one to one in Mr. Reference body. But what about the non Mr. Refs all around the world, like for instance women, overweight people, and babies? And question number two. Why? Why the Milo's Science Trio invests so much time in understanding what's the actual bacteria versus human cell ratio in the human body, instead of, I don't know, looking for answers to some essential biological and philosophical questions of life? Like, for instance, the reason why your dearest bladder always tells you that you have to pee, you have to pee the exact very moment you start to the being in slash into a place slash situation slash piece of apparel which does not allow you to be at all. Well, dear listener, here come the answers. Answer to question one. As you by now know, if not, well, listen to part one and two of the episode, as by now you know, the bacteria versus human cell ratio basically depends on column volume and bugs density in the column for the bugs site and the number of red blood cells, aka erythrocytes, it has the hematocrit, and the blood volume for the human cell size. Okay? Okay. So let's start with the women, lady first. According to the 2002 publication by the International Commission of Radiological Protection, the ICRP2, a standard 1.73 meter tall lady reference has a column volume of about 430 milliliters. That is similar to the about 410 milliliters colon volume of the standard 1.70 meter tall Mr. 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 Reference. As for the bugs density in the colon, well, science literature doesn't report so far any gender-specific differences about this parameter. Let's go to the hematocrit and blood volume now. Lady Ref has a hematocrit and a blood volume respectively 10% and 20-30% lower than those of Mr. Reference. So putting together these values, the Milo's team expects the bacteria to human cell ratio to increase by about a third in women. Big guys, big guys, here we come. In obese people, the column volume increases with weight and plateau at about 600 milliliters. It has about 50% higher than that of the standard man value. And the bugs density in the colon is similar to that of Mr. Reference. As for the human cell count, well, obesity implicates an increase of adipose tissue, and this grows, this tissue grows in two ways. The adipocytes stretch and get very big, hypertrophy. And also they grow in number, hyperplasia. So as for the hypertrophy, well, dear listener, you see for yourself that the cell count doesn't change with this, they got bigger, not more. As for hyperplasia, yep, in this case the fat cell numbers goes actually up. However, as said in the previous parts of the episode, the Maros team has shown that adipocytes in Mr. Reference are negligible 0.2% of the total amount of human body cells. So even if their number rises a bit in overweight people, that doesn't impact on the final cell count in any sensible way. Moreover, fat tissue 
tissue is not much vascularized, that is, it has not many blood vessels. This implies that even when the body weight of overweight people is 100 to 400% higher than Mr. Reference 1, he has 140 to 280 kilograms versus 70 kilograms, well, their total blood volume increases only by 40 to 80%. Does, dear visitor, in the big guys to an increase of column volume and therefore bugs number corresponds a more or less equal increase of blood volume and therefore of blood cells. So final result, the bugs versus human cell ratio of obese people is substantially the same of Mr. Fit Refs 1. Okay, now let's talk about babies. Ooh, wow, this sentence is scary as hell, even for a non-human blog dash podcast like I am. Okay, from infancy to adultness, the bug's density in the colon is rather constant. Colon volume, of course, is a different beast. On top of this, according to the Milo's lab guys, there is a knowledge gap about this specific issue. The only data available are in fact derived only from comparing infant to adult daily fecal output values. That is, the year at this point probably grossed out listener, the amount of poop coming out from a baby in a day versus the amount of poop coming out from an adult. Intensity of the smell is not a considered parameter. Thus, not coming from more precise measurements, these data on column volumes of babies versus adults are less reliable than needed. Anyway, so far these data say that neonates have a column volume of 50 milliliters and one-year-old babies have a column volume of 80 milliliters. So basically, basically, babies' column volumes are 5 to 8 times smaller than that of Mr. Adult Ref. Now let's go to the number of red blood cells dash erythrocytes, it has the hematoxin and blood volume. Baby's hematocrit is higher than that of normal adults, but it decreases during the first two months until it levels at 10% lower than adult values. On the other hand, the blood volume to weight ratio of infants is approximately 10% higher than normal adults. So, considering also the fact that the bug's density in the colon of elders is 25% lower than that of our 20 to 30 years old Mr. Ref, but the hematocrit is the same, and putting all these just mentioned data together, the Milo's science guys conclude that the effect of age on the bugs versus human cell ratio is smaller than two falls from age one year onward, and probably within the variation they estimated across the population of standard adult males. To sum up, then, dear dearest listener, according to the Milo's team, the answer to your first question question is, the bugs versus human cells ratio is more or less one to one also in women, overweight people and children. Now let's go to your question number two, but only after a commercial break. We could come up with uh, some sly, luring slogan to get to you and convince you to buy our product. We are good at that. We just convinced Dime Beetle in Micronesia to purchase a lifelong subscription to a monthly review for Genphobics and an ant colony from Minnesota to buy 72 lesson scores that teach the philosophy of Japanese baboon from the 13th century. It is all about how to affirm your own self and not to conform to the mass will. But we won't do it! We just say that there are lots of cool shirts, cases, hats, gadgets and other stuff at our e-shop. Stop and go! 
on Zazzle.com and that uh, if you want them, well, you can have them all. Legally, I mean. Okay, my pal listener, now the time has come to answer your second question. Why the Milo's team works so hard to understand what be the actual bacteria versus human cells ratio in the human body? Well, firstly, the more you know about the bugs living in dash on you, even just their total number, dear human listener, the better in general. That's cause you naked monkeys are ecosystems and bacteria are part of them, of you and absolutely essential for your well-being. Take the just the gut bugs, for instance. They make energy for you. They stimulate the development of your skin. They make some key nutrients and minerals more easily available for you lazy host. They help the development of your immune system and even reduce the risk of asthma and dermatitis. They basically rock. So again, the more you know of your bugs, the better it is for you. Besides, as for the Milostim, hang up for the total amount of human cells, well, they're kind of justified on these two, given a 2015 study shows that the cells number matters a lot. Indeed, the number of stem cells of specific tissues dash organs is those cells that can self-renew and are responsible for the development and maintenance of the tissue's architecture, the number of these stem cells of specific tissue dash organs and the number of their divisions in time is highly and positively linked to the lifetime risk of insurgence of cancer in those tissues dash organs. So, dear listener, as you can see, See, the Milo's lab coats have plenty of good reasons to embark in their research project. Moreover, in the very own words of the Milo's team, a number, it has the 10 to 1 bugs versus human cells, widely stated they should be based on the best available data, serving to keep the quantitative biological discourse rigorous. So, dear listener, let me conclude the answer to your second question on the reason of this research, quoting the cool, cool final words of Professor Milo and colleagues' paper. We think that the kind of progression presented in this study from informative back-of-the-envelope calculation to more nuanced value estimates is of wide interest and is instructive in the quantitative training of biologists. In performing this kind of calculation, we become intimately familiar with the limits of our current understanding and therefore more easily highlight the best avenues for scientific progress in a particular field. What better place to start such quantitative training than by examining the contents of the human body? In doing so, we can comply with the Delphic maxim of know thyself in a truly quantitative fashion. Poetry, folks. Science poetry. Ciao! Science man, come out and play. Science man, come out and play. Science man, come out and play. This is a podcast by sciencemag.com.